0: Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve and Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges and we may have a rare look at Whipple. Tune in each week at Sorgentron Media for Bold Sports. Hey
1: folks, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of Bold Sports.
0: Uh, Matt, we're record is daylight it's daytime it's daytime our work schedules
1: are messed up right
0: now yeah pretty it's it's uh it's been a pretty hectic sports week so far um last night was just kind of like a surprise that they dropped in my lap and I couldn't really you know get out of it so we didn't get to record on Wednesday night like we normally like to do yeah so we can't have beers because we both got to go to work today yeah we, yeah we got we got more work I gotta work till two again. Yeah, I'm 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 on yeah. that same level. Yeah. Do you uh do you get the Flyers games at your work? Cause that'll be what I'm doing. Uh, I hope not. I get to, I get to hang out all night with Gritty. Ah, uh, that's not good. I, I just I just bought a new filter for my
1: vacuum. So well, I think, well I think the good I think well the good thing is at least you only have to listen and type.
0: You don't yeah, actually no, have to watch. No, I don't have to watch. I I can just like stare at like a big orange you know monster. I'm sure there's plenty of Google images of gritty, gritty.
1: Yeah, you can pull them up on Twitter. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't need
0: to see the actual team. The mascot's better than the team. I've decided. Like I, I was annoyed when everybody was, you know, making a big deal about the new Flyers mascot because it's the Flyers. Yeah, it's the Flyers. But if it wasn't a Flyers, if he was like the the new like, you know, Tennessee Titans mascot, like I probably wouldn't have a problem with the guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's whenever I meet people like when I'm at work and people are like, oh, I'm like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, we from Philly. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's like, at least you're on the right side of the state now. Yeah. You know? And then they laugh. I'm like, look, I was like, that silver and green doesn't really bother me. That white with the red stripes, I could care less. I was like, you wear that god awful orange and black?
0: Yeah, so I'm going to have to Vise in your drink. Now, I would never do that, by the way. No, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> and I mean, this is probably a, as good a time as any to interact with Philly fans because you, if they start talking about hockey, you know, you've got a polite way to end that conversation that doesn't involve, like, the Penguins' recent record against the Flyers um, or what we plan to do to them this year. Yeah. You know, you just you just say, hey, how about them Eagles? And you say, hey, thanks for that Super Bowl last year. You yeah, the Patriots. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. We, you know, we, we here in Pittsburgh love watching the Patriots lose Super Bowls. I've, uh, I've seen the Patriots lose more Super Bowls than the Steelers have lost. In my yeah, own time. actually so, we have.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Steelers only lost two. They, that, that's yeah, yeah. Patriots have lost three.
0: I mean, you can't four. lose. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to lose four Super Bowls in a decade if you don't go to four Super Bowls. Well, in no, a no, decade. no.
1: They lost the one in ninety.
0: Oh yeah, the the uh, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. That, yeah that, that and then they lost three with Tom Brady, and mm-hmm. you know apparently the uh, Patriots have an issue with the NFC East.
0: Well, one was all Wes Welker's fault.
1: Well, I mean, and then
0: Manning got lucky on some catches. Eli, you know, you know what's bugging me about Eli? Is They're giving him
1: some shit right now. He sucks again. Yeah,
0: they they probably should have done. I don't something know that. I that. don't
1: know that he sucks. I just don't think that other than Beckham Jr. and Saquon Barkley, he needs more around them than just those two guys because those two guys are getting double covered the whole time. Yeah, well, and nobody else on that team's doing anything.
0: I just, it seems like they were ready to be done with him last year. And they did it in a really shitty way. And, like, maybe it would have been better to just kind of, like, part ways in the off season. Well, you know? They would have had to release him. They, they, you know, they, they could have. Or try to trade for him. They, they, they could have got him somewhere else. There's some teams with some horrible quarterback situations right now. Yeah. You know, Peterman's starting for the Bills again.
1: I know. And, and as, as much as
0: I want to see him do well, I so want to
1: see him do well because he's a pick guy. He did really well at pit. I was hoping the Steelers would have actually drafted him yeah. and let him carry a clipboard. And, yeah. and develop him the proper way instead so of being like, "Hey, go play the Patriots." Yeah, he
0: doesn't deserve to be a punchline. Mm-mm. You know, it's like there—it's like there have been like thirty Browns quarterbacks, but Tim Couch is like the one name that like everyone remembers, even people who don't follow football that closely, because he was such a high draft pick. And like Peterman is like, there's tons of shitty quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, um, Peterman just was the worst in, like, one half of football, so he gets to be a punchline for the rest of his career. And I, you know, for Pitt's sake, I hope he turns it around.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, I think he just went to a bad team.
0: Yeah, Buffalo, it, it's it's too bad. It's fun watching Bills fans get excited because, like, they really are passionate about their team. Um, I recently got into my old, like, sports card collection, and I found my uh, autographed Jim Kelly Uh, glossy photo that my uncle scored for me at some golf event that he went to once or a bar in East Brady. No, it was, it was, it was uh, (laughs) was Jim Kelly's golf tournament. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, and, uh, so yeah, like, you know, I don't know, go bills, go Peterman. Yeah. We'll see how that's going to go. They do the Patriots this weekend. So,
1: yeah. Um, other than that, uh, unfortunately, our sports weekend started off kind of bad. Our sports weekend, well, I mean, first of all, it feels like it was like a year ago. Yeah, but it, it started off kind of bad with the events that happened out in Squirrel Hill. Terrible. And, and um, it was a terrible situation, and we're not a political show. We really don't want to talk about it. It's a horrible situation by uh, a horrible human being and whatnot. But other than that, uh, I feel for everyone that was involved and had anything uh, and is distraught or upset about it yeah um, like i you know it sucks.
0: i was up i was up saturday morning you know crystal palace wasn't playing saturday so I, I was debating whether or not to you know fire up the old you know sports package and see if there were any other games i wanted to watch and i you know i saw the news that there was an active shooter in squirrel hill um kind of didn't really feel like watching any sports at all
1: well, and then they were all preempted. On yeah. At least on all the major
0: channels. Yeah, I didn't, part. I didn't really look, but yeah, like, I mean. I mean, I'm... I actually worked, I
1: went to work, at, I worked a long shift that day. So I went to work, I worked two to two. Yeah. And I went into work and people were like, can we get this game on? Nope. Why? It's preempted. Dying. Yeah. And they're like, well, don't you have the college football package? Nope. nope. Sorry, we don't. We, we, we were relegated to whatever was on ESPN, uh, and, uh. uh AT&T Sports and, yeah. and Fox Sports and whatnot. Any of the local channels were all taken up with everything that was going on in Squirrel Hill. A lot of people were upset, but hey, you know what? Shit. Get over get it. Get over it. I mean, Seriously, man. You just had man, a major like, tragic event.
0: Happen. I can't even imagine. Like, I I just didn't care. Like, I was aware the pit game was going on, but, like, I just couldn't get into it. Like, I, I watched the World Series game. Like, I think oh, at, yeah. some, at some point in the afternoon, I was like, I'm going to watch the World Series game just because, like, you know, by then it'll be evening. Like you know, the coverage will be probably mostly wrapped up, and, like, it's it's baseball, and it's probably going to be the last game of the season, which it it did turn out... Mm, no.
1: No, that was Saturday was game
0: four. Sa- okay, yeah. so...
1: Sunday was the last game. Of the all Sunday.
0: right, but anyway, like, yeah, just really hard. You know, I I grew up in Squirrel Hill. I lived there till I was 10. You know, like, they were, like, right up the street from me. Right. You know, like, I, I know the neighborhood, like, they were right around the corner when they, when they said the location, I was like, oh, at least they're close to the police station. Cause like, we used to go up there to like, look at the cars and the fire trucks when we were little kids. You know, I, I used to walk up there to buy baseball cards. You know, I, I learned how to play baseball there. Right. You know, I, I learned how to play soccer there. I, I had friends on my street who were, you know, on my team coached by my dad. Um, you know, it didn't matter. I've, I've got an old picture of one of those teams and you know, we're all just kids in the same color shirt, you know, no, there's no identification of like, who's, who's Jewish, who's Christian. Yeah. It, it's, and no, and nobody's out trying to like hurt each other. It's just, you know, people being neighbors, being kids, having fun, playing sports. It was a, a lot of that was ruined for a lot of people on yeah, Saturday. It and was a horrible situation
1: and our heart goes out to everyone that was involved. Uh, and, uh, hopefully we'll see what happens and the the gentleman that's accused of this that I pretty much think he said he did it well and then in court this morning yeah he, 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 pleaded, he pleaded not, not guilty, guilty, because not guilty. Because but anyway yeah, whatever this is um, definitely not a legal show he,
0: he's never gonna see the light of day again no. uh,
1: and I, I hope he doesn't
0: well he's it's a federal thing so mm. oh, you yeah. know Pennsylvania doesn't currently have the death penalty in effect right now but you know the feds do. The feds do. So, in the meantime, though, the World
1: Series is over uh, with the Red Sox coming out on top. Pitching was outstanding from the Sox. It was outstanding. It was so outstanding that they picked up the fifteen million one one-year option on Chris Sale um, for next season. And David Price uh, signed $120 million for four years uh, to the Sox. Uh, the Dodgers are going to have to make some decisions. Uh, several of the players, as uh, Machado and Freese are unrestricted free agents, they were trade deadline guys. Um, it was actually one of the lowest-rated, watched World Series in the last ten years. I don't understand. It's the World I, Series, um, I, I, and you, and baseball had their East Coast West Coast set up. I, the next time,
0: the next time the World Series is like milwaukee versus minnesota or something and like yeah, people, yeah and and like i don't want to hear anybody complaining about ratings i know exactly. like I, I said a few weeks ago like i don't get as upset about the baseball ratings as some people do because i don't believe they're just gonna one day cancel the world series because there's not enough interest oh uh, yeah like you might you might have to like i mean it's already on cable all the time it's it's not like they show every postseason game on you know broadcast tv at least the World Series games were all on Fox. Yeah, the World Series but games were all on Fox. If if it, if the ratings are really that bad, and like Fox would rather show like you know, I mean and, and sitcoms. And the, all pl- night. The,
1: the playoff games were on TNT and TBS and, and yeah. Fox as well. I mean, which I mean, I, you can pick TNT and TBS up out of the air, I believe.
0: In some places you can. I mean, I mean, it's true. And like um, the only thing that bugged me was like they they throw a couple games on the MLB Network every year. Um, I don't know why. I mean, I have MLB Network, so yeah. I'm, I'm not complaining, but it's like one year when the Pirates were in the playoffs, which, believe it or not, like, did happen. Yeah. It's a real thing. That's I remember thing. it. Um, yeah, I had to go to Canes to watch a Pirates playoff game because it was they threw it on MLB Network. And at the time, you didn't have a cable package. And I, I don't think anybody, like, based on how, like, it was a Tuesday, Wednesday afternoon at Canes. Yeah. And it was just as crowded as, like, a Sunday brunch, like, during the NFL. You know, like, most people, I think, had the idea that, like, well, I am not going to sign up for a new cable channel to watch one baseball game. Anyway, I um I enjoyed the World Series. I think the David Price contract is a nice consolation prize for the MVP trophy that he probably should have gotten.
1: Yeah, well, Steve Pierce ended up with the MVP trophy out of that. Uh, he had three home runs in that series. Um, you know, his defense uh, was... Very nice as well. Yeah. Uh, he, he drove Stretch. in. Stretch. He drove into most runs on that. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Steve Pierce did start his career here in Pittsburgh.
0: Started his career in Pittsburgh. Uh, he with played Kutch. for every team in the American League East. He played. He, I ran through. He, he had
1: three stints with the Orioles. Three. He had three different stints with the Orioles. I pulled up his Wikipedia page and I was like, holy Jesus. Yes, he has played for. I don't think he played for the Yankees. But no,
0: they had a graphic during, I think, game. I think it was the game on Saturday, that that he has played for Tampa, Yankees, Red Sox, obviously, um, Orioles and Blue Jays, and and like you said, the Pirates. Um, Brock Holt also a former Pirate, but like not in the same way that Kutch and Walker. Oh yeah, he did play for the Yankees. It's a trade deadline guy. Yeah, see, like he's just I don't know. I guess if you can play first base and have a little power, like you know, they'll they'll pick you up sometimes to. You know fill some holes, but nobody nobody was expecting Steve Pierce to be like the key player in the World Series. No, not at all. He got MVP, and then um, Kutch
1: sent out a uh, a tweet says, Hey, congrats to my boy Steve Pierce on uh, World Series MVP, winning the mm. World Series with the Boston Red Sox, congrats all the former Pirates that were in then, the postseason. And then uh, <laughs> and then Kutch got a shit ton of backlash on Twitter, really, because Kutch is now Yankee, and they're like, You're a Yankee, you can't root for. You can't root for the Red Sox and oh. the guy the Red Sox. And, the, and, then, and then Kutch did the nice Those thing. Those are and, Yankee fans. And then Kutch did the nice thing and put up a picture and says, hey, it's not like the guy wasn't in my wedding or anything. Right. Because yeah. he was a groomsman in Kutch's wedding. He's like, he goes, I guess uh, I can't be friends with you anymore, Steve. Oh. You know,
0: whatnot. Well, Kutch is an unrestricted free agent this year. Well, um, I hope he's not on the Yankees next year because I don't want to have to go through this pretending like the Yankees BS that I, I did for like a week.
1: Yeah, right. Um, yeah, Cutch is unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. Who knows where he's gonna end up? Um, I sent him on a tweet. It was like, man, I miss you in the black and gold. As like, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it with that. Um, you know, the the red, blue, and the white. As like, it's I'm so- Sorry that you're in those goddamn
0: pinstripes. Like, I just I just want know. him to grow his facial hair back. Oh uh, yeah, you know. And hey, maybe when, bring the, when,
1: maybe when, bring the dreads back
0: too. I mean, I don't know if he's got that much left in a tank, man. Honestly, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. I don't know how many seasons it would take to grow your hair that long. Yeah,
1: his dreads were pretty amazing. Uh, speaking of the pirates and former pirates and so forth, um, the the um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they decided not to extend. Uh, the options to Jehe and Jung Ho Gung. I understand the uh, Gung and understand Jaehee at the same point. Uh, Jaehee, yes, uh, last year made some comments that kind of rubbed people the wrong way, but also, but also, we like, yeah, that's fucking right. I mean, the dude wants to play, he wants to win. I mean, they're paying him, you know, it, you know, they, they, he got a substantial contract from the Pirates, mm. uh, which. By any other team, probably would have paid him double, but you know he got twenty
0: five million yeah. four years. I mean, he had an MVP caliber season. He did. As, a, uh, as he, a, he he proved himself to be incredibly versatile. Yes. You know he he played just about anywhere, and yeah, you know like Jay Hay and David Freeze both both said things during the preseason about how the Pirates you know weren't doing enough know, to if, win. Uh, if you're not and, committed to winning, uh, trade me, get me out of here, and and, you know? and yet. Like he didn't tank it. He didn't tank you it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I, I, was a little was concerned that that like he was gonna, you know, be maybe an issue in in the clubhouse. But the pirates seemed like they, you know, their their problems had to do with you know, lack of power at times and lack of pitching at other times and not getting it all together at the same time. I mean they had But a that hell didn't of... really have anything to do with like a player who made a comment in the preseason being bad during the regular season. I mean the because pirates finished,
1: the Pirates finished one game above five hundred.
0: Which is I mean, way more than we thought that they seven were Seven years deal. ago we'd have been throwing a parade for that. Pretty much. And it's, you know, really not good enough.
1: No, it's not good enough. Five hundred is, is average. You don't want to be average You want to be going into the playoffs and and getting past that one-game wild-card game where the Pirates got past that one-game wild-card game the first year and then the next two years they fizzled out, they ran into stud pitchers. Yeah. Um, You know, I I mean, I'll be keeping an eye on the offseason on where Kutch ends up and where Jay Hay ends up and um, Freese, man, he's already been a World Series MVP. He has a couple rings. Yeah. Um, I'll probably keep an eye on where he ends up too. I mean, yeah,
0: like, I like the guy, like. You know, his glory came with the Cardinals. It did. And I don't hate him. Yeah. So that's that's saying something. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate people. He played holes. his ass off when he was here. I just don't like the Cardinals as, like, an organization. Like, they don't have anybody that ever really, like, pissed me off, except for when uh, Dave Duncan got in that fight with, like, Lloyd McClendon or whatever. Um. Anyway, like, I saw on Twitter the other day, the Pirates have been tweeting out, like, how many days until pitchers and catchers report? It's 149. And that's real close. But you know what's closer, Steve? The winter meetings. Yes. The hot stove. Like, I don't want the Pirates telling me to be excited for spring training unless they go out and, you know, add some pieces. Like, we, we know they're down an infielder because Jay Hay's gone. We know Gung's not coming to to save us. Well, Freeze we, is gone. Well,
1: Paul Pompiani last night said that, you know, they released Gung... They had to pay him two hundred and fifty thousand on on his on them not, uh, on his buyout. They had to pay Jay Hay one million on his buyout for not picking up his ten million dollar fifty year option. Mm-hmm. Um so they gave Jay Hay a million to not come back. They gave Gung two hundred and fifty thousand not to come back, but they could potentially they said they could potentially re sign Gung at a lesser deal because mm-hmm. of his off the field issues and so forth, because who knows? Nobody yeah. else might talk to him.
0: What about Mercer? Like I think Mercer still has a deal. I think he's got one year left. Because they talked, they talked so much down the the stretch with Jay Hay and Mercer that it was like, they 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 made. I know they made a big deal about like, they, oh, well, they, this is my double play partner, and I love playing with him, and like they're kind I mean, of they sounding like pick, they could. They both be gone.
1: I don't. I'm not sure if Mercer was unrestricted or not, or if they had the club option on him.
0: Because I'm just saying, like Manny Machado can play short. Yeah, Manny Machado <laughs> can play short, but do you
1: want that headache? Yes, I want headaches. <laughs> I want a headache. I mean, you the Steelers saw the tr- won
0: the Super Bowl with a wide receiver who told his fans to kill themselves on Twitter. I mean, and encouraged uh, them to like smoke marijuana the second they roll out of bed. I mean, I mean, no. and they cut him, and it was stupid. And like, yes, headaches are okay. Le'Veon Bell is a headache, but that's a big. Headache. But he's not showing up for work, so like work has gone on around him, and they're doing just fine with Connor. They are doing. You know, like well why can't the Pirates him. have a headache? Who's like really good?
1: I mean, Machado in the World Series, I mean, where he didn't
0: Okay, so he doesn't hustle and it, he tries yeah. to like give people the slew foot when he's running down to first base. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know uh, yeah. I'm being a little brave. Hey, hey,
0: if the pirates do end up with a like Machado I'm just saying they need a middle infielder all of they're a sudden. They're not gonna pay him. They're not of course they're not, but like is there like a another middle infielder that they can get, will they? Or are they just gonna go from, you know, the system? Hey. Which could be fun. I like to watch guys come up from the system, but I mean is is
1: uh I mean is Chico, Lean, and J Bell still available?
0: No, but I do have a J, <laughs> J. Bell uh, growth chart on the door to my storage room in my basement. <laughs> That's awesome. And like I put it up but I put it up and I didn't tell Julia and then she was like working like unboxing christmas decorations she opened the door it was like "What?" it's like behind you right (laughs) so like you you close the door behind you so the cats can't get into like the storage room because there's too much they'll just get into it you know and then you just get this sense that you're like being watched and you look over your shoulder and there's like jay bell and he's jay bell height but like because the door the threshold and i had to like he's actually a little taller than normal and it's just terrifying and it even got me one day i was down there so long that i just kind of forgot about it <laughs> that's awesome so like yeah jay jay bell's a part of my life every day uh oh we're good new screensaver. yeah new, um, new computer and uh we're still taping but little energy saving uh mode so we're just gonna have to tap that touchpad every few minutes yeah we're gonna have to keep an eye on it you yeah, know okay um I
1: don't know. Uh, we'll keep an eye on baseball. Uh, there's going to be a lot that goes on in the offseason. Um, it's the hot stove. It's league. the hot stove league. People are going to be moving. They're going to have winter meetings. They're going to have, you know, uh, free agency opens up, I guess, here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll they go, go down ahead. to
0: Florida. They do all their deals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Vegas comes out with their odds, and it's
1: Vegas already put odds. oh, yeah, they did. Already. Yeah, yeah, they, they said so, the, the, it was 10 seconds after the World Series is over. Well, next year, the Red Sox and the Houston Astros are both six to one to win the World Series. Like, all hmm. right, well, you ought to be able to go down to the rivers in about a month. Yeah, December that. 1st or 2nd, yeah, something like that. Uh, that came across the news last night, and Amanda just looked at me and said, No, no, I said, Babe, I says, No, here's the thing. I said, If I get out of the casino. I said I have to have the money up front to Mm. lay my bets. I said if I call so and so up the street, I says he just collects on Tuesday, right? Like
0: I mean, but like the thing is, like if you have the money and you spend it at the casino and it's gone, like it's gone, it's gone. But if you like, you know, bet with so and so up the street and you don't pay him. I mean, what's that to Amanda, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Like, how do your kneecaps, like, you know, put gas in Amanda's car? (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Daily. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh,
1: we have a little bit of local sports stuff going on, the WPIL. I don't want to talk about
0: it, man. Why? Okay, so, like, uh, it rained all night Friday. It did. And, like, I didn't want to go to the Lebo Central game at Highmark. Even though we were we were having dinner in Market Square and I was just like, you know what, let's just go home. And Lebo beat Central like seventeen to seven. Ooh. Which is tough. That's bad. Well, they still both made the playoffs. They both made the playoffs and like that's that's annoying about Whippy Old Class six A is that there's like nine teams in it and yes. six of them make the playoffs. Yeah. Um but yeah, I haven't I haven't seen the pairings or the brackets or anything. I got them. Oh, good, good, good.
1: Yeah, so WPL playoffs do start this weekend. Uh, if your team did not make the playoffs, I'm sorry, but now you all can get in the weight room and get ready for basketball season and baseball season. mm mm-hmm. um, So there are two teams that get a bye uh, in the 6A, North Allegheny and Pine Richland. Uh, and then you have, this is what I don't get. Central is playing Seneca Valley at Fox Chapel, but yet the next round, North Allegheny hosts a home game on whoever wins that. I thought it was all, it used to be all neutral fields back in the day. Like oh, everybody th- played at neutral fields. Like Mount Lebanon would play St. Clair in the playoffs, but they would play at like
0: North Hills. I think Fox Chapel is uh, a central home field. Oh, uh, it could be. I, I believe they've, they've used Fox Chapel for regular season, quote unquote, home games. Um, for those of you who don't know, Central does not have its own football no, stadium. No, they do not. They never they have. A, they have a practice field behind the high school that is 90 yards long. And when they would play freshman football games, if you got tackled, like, inside the 20, they would spot the ball and then pick it up and move it back 10 yards and, you know, still be first and 10. Um, they recently, not well, not recently, I'm old, but, like, <laughs> within the last, like, 15 years, I'd say, they uh, resurfaced the grass field with uh, field turf. So it's, like, the nicest practice field probably oh, you'd like the whippeel that's good and um, it's also used for lacrosse and soccer and we did our baseball tryouts out there um, shagging flies on the field turf and then in the other
1: side you have Mount Lebanon playing Canon Mac at Mount Lebanon uh, this Friday Pine richland has the buy they await the winner of the Mount Lebanon Canon Mac game that's in 6A which is the big boys 5A is a lot of a bigger bracket.
0: Yeah, it's just they, they need to recalibrate like where they draw the line so more of the five A teams can be in six A. Uh,
1: yeah, I think that when they went to six A is, is, is kind of they could have went to five A. Mm-hmm. I mean, before we had quad A and you had these huge brackets and high school playoffs went yeah. just as much as like hockey playoffs. Um, yeah, now
0: there's like bye weeks. And yeah, like now some that, yeah. teams only play like two games. So
1: and... now there's no bye weeks in the five A because they have too many teams, and uh, so the first one you have Gateway Kiski. Bethel Park, Franklin Regional, Mars, Woody High, West A, and Shaler. And then you have Penn Hills of Latrobe, McKeesport, St. Clair, and then McPeters Township and Armstrong and Penn Trafford and North Hills. Um, That's in your 5A. 4A is a little smaller again. Um, They don't have a bye week, but you have TJ playing Newcastle, Blackhawk playing West Mifflin, South Fayette playing Greensburg, and Bell Vernon playing Beaver. And that's a very short short bracket right there mm. 3a is aliquippa and freeport beaver falls and elizabeth forward uh dairy area playing central valley dairy and area. north catholic uh playing
0: quaker valley so ko didn't make it okay uh they're 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 in 4a with with the aliquippa they're in a tough was conference that was 3a oh, that's 3a yeah, but that's so, a tough conference because like I, I looked at their schedule and they had a really good start to the season. But then they got to play like Aliquippa and Central Valley yeah. and like and have, Beaver Falls. like They got to play some powerhouse yeah, football that's teams. That's a tough conference. Uh, realignment then, was not kind to KO. Realignment wasn't kind to a lot of schools. Uh, and then
1: you have Class 2A. You have Shadyside Academy playing Sarah. Uh, you have Southside Beaver playing McGuffey. shoulderwood playing Riverside. Mohawk playing St. LaSalle. Uh, Bergestown playing East A. Freedom playing Avonworth, Steel Valley playing Best Center. Washington playing New Brighton. And then in the 1A uh, championships, uh, you're going to have Jeanette playing Manesson. West Green playing Rochester. Clareton playing California. Olsh playing Imani.
0: Um, nice. So That's a cool matchup, Olsh and Imani. Those are pretty sure Imani didn't even exist. Oh, yeah. When we were in high school, no, and oh, no. O'Sh Os didn't have football. All didn't have football until probably 10, 12 years there's, after yeah. we graduated. Yeah,
1: yeah it, it's, um, you know, and then they have so many, like, the the 1A game, the champion, there's played at Heinz Field. The 2A championship game is going to be played at Robert Morris. Uh, 3A is at Heinz Field. 4A is at Heinz Field. 5A is going to be played at Norwin High School. Which I don't understand. It's weird. And six A is gonna be played at Hinesfield Field, uh, for their championship games. Yeah. Uh, you know, I remember when there was just four when there was just four classes, they all played at Hinesfield Field on one mm. Saturday and called it a day. They started like ten a.m. and the yeah. four f- A game went went off at like seven thirty or something.
0: Yeah, um, and it's it maybe may better. Like I, I'm you know being a, you know, I went to one of the big schools, so. You know, our games are usually the night game. Oh, yeah. Or or if they, like, switch the schedule around. well, It would be, like, the 4 o'clock game. Like, I always felt for, like, the single-A parents, you know, like, who have to drive in from freaking Jeanette at, like, 8 in the morning to go to go sit at Heinz Field with, like, 400 other people. Right. Now, you didn't mention the City League, Steve. The City League, I've, I've got all the, the City the, League the stuff. The
1: City League uh, was supposed to play... Last Saturday. They were supposed to play Saturday. But they cancelled that game with all the events that went on in the east end of Pittsburgh because
0: Alderdice. Alderdice, that's uh, yeah, like Squirrel Hill who, is Alderdice's yeah. catchment area. So Alder
1: Alderdice was in the City League game against Westinghouse. Westinghouse, which has always been a powerhouse. not always. I, mean, I can remember Westinghouse and Alderdice
0: always being like studs in the City League. Well, my dad went to Westinghouse. I I don't know, like I remember Perry being pretty good. Perry was always good. Oliver like, was pretty good for yeah. a while, too. Nobody wanted to go to Langley. No. Um. Well, <laughs> see, these these aren't even high schools anymore, because Langley's like a middle school now. Yeah. And uh, so Westinghouse, Alderdice, they played Monday night or Tuesday night. Yeah, they did play. Alderdice won, so they're the City League champs. But because, like, the way they do it in the City League, like... The city league is the city league, but then like the schools are still in different classifications based on enrollment. So I do know that Brashear is in the uh, PIAA playoffs for I think 4A.
1: It's possible
0: 4A, 5A. Yeah, they um, they have
1: the city league gets split up. Yeah, so even once.
0: even though Brashear didn't even make the finals of the city league, they still had enough wins to qualify for the PIAA PIA finals uh, playoffs and the you know. It's rare that a city league team goes all the way. It is rare, you know, to Hershey. But now that I'm a city resident, like, and you're I, Brashear I super if, care. And
1: if you had kids, they would go to Brashear. Yeah,
0: I, I live in the Brashear area. But you know what else I learned? It's pretty cool. Is the middle schools have like a flag football league? Oh yeah. So like. A lot of the the but, a lot of the suburban schools also have flag. Yeah, we didn't have flag football. Like we had. They're
1: starting to introduce it to the younger shoulder to teach yeah. them the game, and also to keep their heads healthy as they get older. We,
0: we would have had such a good flag football team at my elementary school. I mean, we, we, <laughs> we nobody played more. Like we played every recess, and we played like stop grab, which usually turned into tackle, especially if there was like a good pack of snow on the on the uh, concrete. Yeah. Um, but we played hard, man. And, like, yeah, like, we had a, a storage closet full of, like, pads and helmets and practice jerseys that, like, went untouched for 30 years because they wrapped up the football program when I was in, like, sixth grade and never brought it back. You know, and, yeah, we would have crushed it some flag football.
1: Well, here's a fun little stat for you. Uh, Central Catholic, they have been to the last eight consecutive WPIL championship games at Hinesfield. Well, maybe they can make it nine.
0: They can make it nine. Um, they lost. They lost a lot of talent. You know, you watch college football. There's a lot of Central grads. There's on, a lot on of Central grads
1: on TV at Ohio State and Penn State and Michigan and Notre Dame, Notre Dame, and Pitt. so forth. Pitt. There's a lot of uh, There's a lot of NA guys and there's a lot of Pine Ridgeon guys that are also at those big schools yeah. as well. I just think Central
0: um, Central graduated a lot of a lot of good players and this might be a bit of a rebuild for them. But it'll be good experience going to the playoffs, even if they don't win, because. You know, you come back hungry for more, ready to go for next year.
1: Always. All right, folks, at that point, I think we're going to go ahead and take a break right now and listen to what's going on with our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. Apparently, they had a fun Halloween night last night I there. saw that video. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, folks, let's see what's going on with our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. We'll be back in just a few moments. Do you like professional wrestling? once your discussions no holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks, and we're back. Um, Matt, did you get to uh, do a, any of the Penguin games uh, while they were on their Canada swing last week?
0: No. No, I, I pretty much... No, oh, wait, I did do the Edmonton game. That, like was a, game.
1: that was the overtime Crosby winner. Yeah. Yeah, the
0: OT Crosby we, winner I game. think we talked about that. Last time, with the, the joystick goal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Weeks were running We together. I think we recorded that night. Matter of fact, we went pretty late. Yeah, it's possible. Or maybe um, it was the next night. But anyway, like, yeah, Fear they went out there. west. Crosby did some just filthy, ridiculous shit. Um, you know, I, I tried to rile people up by saying it wasn't that impressive because it was three on three. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: It wasn't that impressive. It was 3-on-3. I could do that. I, I, could, I could do that. Uh, no, but the Pens... i fall down.
0: The, the Pens did go on a tear
1: uh, through their Canada swing over Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver. Um, Crosby uh, was first star of the week in the NHL with five goals, seven points total, and the Pens had 23 goals as a whole team in those four games, which is kind of ridiculous in the NHL. 23 goals in four games. Mm-hmm. I mean, that one game was 9-1, Yeah. which... That's the one I missed where I was like, oh... Oh, this was going on all night. That was a Calgary game. Yeah. I was at work, and every time I turn around, my phone's lighting up. I'm like,
0: "What? Was there a baseball game on at the same time?" Probably? Yeah, there was a. That's what happens. Game like, on I'm it. sorry, but like, if you you know, they don't go that far west. Yeah, yeah. regular
1: <laughs> re- Regular season hockey gets preempted for playoff baseball.
0: Yeah, you got, they'd have to go to like Japan for those games to be over in time before the baseball games. <laughs> the pen, the Pens came back though to take on. Um,
1: the Islanders which by the way the Islanders are the best road team in the NHL and they did beat the Pens 6 to 3 um the other night here in Pittsburgh it was a somber moment at the arena with everything that was going on and the uh pre-game ceremonies the Pens did it well the they, jerseys. Always, they always Pens did it well. Do it well and uh Sullivan Sullivan said you know I think the guys lost cuz they just tried too hard yeah um and they got away from their game well those they patches those
0: those jersey sleeve patches mm. i mean
1: that's the Crosby Malkin jersey are up on the bidding right now for up over ten thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, I and mean, then, those like if you didn't see it, it's like the Penguins logo is a triangle. Mm-hmm. You know, if you take another triangle and flip it upside down and lay it over top of the triangle, you got yourself a six pointed star, the Star, star David. David. So, total no brainer, in my opinion, from a design perspective. Like, um, and then they they had the you know the video tribute, um. Moment of silence. Everything they had the on. ceremonial puck drop with with two the two officers who were out of the hospital that were injured who who ran into gunfire uh, to prevent a further tragedy. Um, you know they were honored out at center ice with you know the team captains um, and the chief of police and the mayor and the mayor. And yeah. I know the mayor got a bunch of shit for going to a hockey game. Yeah, with, you know what everything's going what? on and, and
1: Peduto, whatever. I'm, we're not a political show. We deal with it. Um, everybody has their own opinion. Um, but the Pens do have the home and home with the Islanders. They do take the Islanders on tonight in Brooklyn, um, up there in New York. So they have their chance at redemption. Yeah. Um, so the Islanders are probably the best. They are the best road team in the NHL. I wonder how they are at home.
0: I didn't probably that's that. So (laughs) I don't know, but I I mean, from what we read about last year, like Brooklyn's not really a hockey team. Latching onto the Islanders like they had hoped, and I know they're they're playing like fifty some games this year at the renovated Coliseum. They they've they've increased it like they're gonna play like maybe not fifty, but like well, no, close not... to half of their home games are gonna be on the island I, on the island, in yeah, the, in the new Coliseum.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, are they building a whole new one or are they just renovating? The they're home? just renovating it. It's crazy. Yeah, well did you watch the show the ESPN 30 for 30 on the Islanders no uh, it's, it's like that whole series is awesome was that it one, like
0: focused on like the 80s like dynasty it, it, it,
1: it focused on it started of course with the dynasty and, and everything in the 80s and so forth but it went into how they fell off and so forth and how the Coliseum was just like the worst building in the world where like it would be raining outside and raining on you inside at the same time and, oh, and suck it up you know and what not <laughs> but yeah, it, it was really uh, that whole series 30 for 30 is awesome. Every um, week
0: we recommend a 30 for 30. Yeah. This yeah. week it's the one about the Islanders. Yeah. I mean and
1: you know there's a guy that still that lives in Pittsburgh but played for the Islanders and has four rings with them as a player.
0: Oh, know? Trots. Yeah, and I'm not has... sorry, not Trots, not Barry Trots. Yeah, yeah. Brian Trottier. Trottier. When well, he was one of my faves. Mm. I mean, he was when he when he came for the Pens, like he was you know he was like the old guy in the locker room
1: i think he has six cup rings as a player and one or two as a front office guy yeah something like that quite the career quite a career he's got his name on the cups on probably on every ring yeah and probably a few that are retired by now i don't know i don't know what the whenever they what the top ring of that they take off is what year that's at right now mm. so but yeah he's probably got his name on the, his name's on the cup at least six times yeah you know so matt murray
0: uh, matt murray he did. He did get chased. He got. He got chased game. out of net. He uh, gave up like four goals on five shots. Yeah,
1: and then Casey the Smith came in, and his first shot was let in. Yeah, and he was out of position for that. That was just a sick
0: pass play. Mm. Um, so Murray was really good out west, and what? Just bad game.
1: Give it a bad game. I mean, it's hockey. It's a long
0: season. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to get gonna into take that. Losses. Again. Yeah, but like in terms of like, is is the goalie okay? Um, i think murray's gonna be okay people were saying no and then they go out west and to canada and everyone's like oh murray's awesome and then he comes back and you know pen pen's fans moods are like they're like the it's like august weather in south florida you know it's like it's like sunny one minute and then (laughs) next thing you know it's like you know sheets of tropical force wind and rain and then it's over and the birds are out again in 15 minutes and, you know, speaking of birds, let's go pens. Let's beat the Islanders. You know, let's just, let's just stay focused and, like, don't get injured. Letang didn't play on Tuesday. Letang didn't play
1: on Tuesday. I don't know if he was a healthy scratch or not. Didn't,
0: um, I didn't hear anything.
1: I didn't hear anything. And it,
0: I, I'm i paid to listen, so. <laughs> Maybe they did say, and I just, like, They said he'll be back. Suppressed it.
1: They said he'll be back tonight. Okay, um, well, that's good. You know, I, I didn't get the update. Usually on Twitter, the Pens send out their um, their line pairings uh, mm. for for the game. It's probably a little early for that. Yeah, it's only one. Oh o'clock. yeah, like uh, morning it's only skate. it's only one o'clock, so yeah. they probably are only doing their morning skate right about now, mm. finishing up maybe. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know you look at some other teams out there in the NHL that have a lot bigger issues than having a bad game by by your starting goalie. Yeah, I mean Calgary. (laughs) I mean the Pens lit them up nine to one. You know they've also been lit up by the Blackhawks Mm. and the Ducks. I mean Calgary's was on that brink for a while, and then I think they end up being you know the small market team in the NHL that they are. Yeah, and they couldn't afford to keep some guys, and they let them go and they and whatnot. Um, You're looking at uh, out west. Uh, the
0: Predators—they're off to a shaky start. Shaky start, but I, um, I, I prefer to have their goaltending.
1: Pecker Rene is a sick
0: goalie, and Uc Saros is also pretty good as a backup, right? Um, I, yeah, Nashville's still—I mean, I'm still pretty sure Nashville's a good team.
1: Uh they're a good um, team.
0: You know, shaky start, notwithstanding.
1: You want to have a shaky start? How about the Vegas Golden Knights? Yeah. I mean, they came in last year and surprised everybody and went all the way to Stanley Cup Final. And then this year, they're like, eh. But that team last year was built of a bunch of misfits, apparently, is Mm -hmm. what they called themselves. But they had a lot of really good players on that team. Um, And then they lost a lot of those really good players due to free agency because a lot of those guys they drafted were, you know, unprotected from other teams for a reason because, Mm -hmm. you know, James Neal got drafted there and he was they they knew he had a 1 year deal left. They, yeah. they drafted him under his current contract and then they had to maintain him. Um
0: uh, yeah, it's like you know, the economics of the expansion draft is mm-hmm. like you know, you, you want to hold on to your young guys with a you know, who still have upside and aren't on their like max veteran contract and you let you let the older guys go. So then the expansion team ends up with you know, veteran players who are higher up the pay scale, and when it comes time to, you know, negotiate their next deal, especially after they have a successful season, then, yeah, like, it's it's not like you're drafting for the long term when you do an expansion draft. No, you're not yeah. even really drafting to, like, make the playoffs, usually.
1: Yeah, you're drafting to get some guys in there and, and just, just... you got to have four on.
0: lines and, and three defense pairs or people aren't going to come to your games. Even in a town like Vegas where they don't know a lot about hockey they're gonna realize that you know you didn't you didn't sign enough players.
1: I mean Vegas is going Vegas is still running strong I mean they're selling out every night mm-hmm. people are excited out there I'm still know, doing the medieval times still doing the medieval times entrance and everything else like that I, I'm not sure how many of those tickets are held by. Um, the casinos out there, yeah, that, that use them as comps for comps. their, for their high, high-end gamblers. Yeah, hey, but, sir,
0: like you're, you're killing us. Take these hockey tickets. Yeah, yeah, it's like, hey, take your hot streak to the yeah, next yeah, game. Yeah, you've had a really good run at the blackjack <laughs> table.
1: Here's a couple tickets for the next game. You know, uh,
0: yeah. the Pens are in town.
1: Go watch yeah. Sidney Crosby play. How often do you get to see that? You're from like
0: California. Go, you know? go get some nachos and. Stay away from the blackjack for a couple of hours. <laughs>
1: Come back when you cool off a little yeah. bit. Go get drunk that. at
0: a hockey game and then start hitting on, like, 18. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. No fear.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah, speaking of gambling, though, we talked about this real quick, is that um, we knew last year, it was actually at the beginning of this year, that the federal government lifted the um, sports gaming to be allowed all over the country, not mm. just Nevada. So Delaware was the first state to be like, yeah, come on in, boom, mm-hmm. and you can do some sports booking in Delaware. When Amanda and I were on vacation down there, we, we did not swing back through Dover no. um, to, to lay a couple bets. You um, had to get back to Stella. Yeah, we had to get back to Stella. She missed us. Uh, and then last night, they said, hey, Pennsylvania, uh, we're, we're good to go now, and the Rivers already has it set up that they can have an area set up and get their licensing fee and whatnot and be ready to go the first week of December. Amanda instantly looked at me and said, no, oh. <laughs> I mean, but then again, you know, if you call the guy down the street at the local bar, he usually only takes bets at 50 to a hundred, mm-hmm. 50 bucks, hundred bucks, some up to like 500, but he not, nothing less than, 50. I think at the, uh, probably at the casino, you can probably bet 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, I mean, here and there. I mean, I don't. I don't know
0: how like a sports book works, but I I do remember going to the track with my dad when we were down at Ocean City one year. Oh yeah, and like walking up to the window and playing well, like a two dollar. Well, bet. well, that's horse. Horses yeah. are
1: always two dollar bets. Uh,
0: you can bet more, obviously. You, obviously, but the minimum is a two dollar yeah. bet. So like, I, I I came out of there with like four dollars and sixty some cents. You know, if I
1: go <laughs> put twenty dollars on like a fourteen parlay,
0: yeah, you know, and they all and they all win and they all cover, mm.
1: you know, I'll come back with like a hundred and fifty. You know, yeah. something like that. You know, I know there's guys that are gonna go down there and drop a thousand bucks on whatever, but I'm not one of those guys.
0: No. yeah, I might, I might put a fifty on like a, a soccer game here and there. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to bet on the Steelers or. I never bet on the home team. Yeah, never bet on the home team. I don't even like to know my numbers on a block pool if it involves the Steelers because, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just too much to. Cause then you start thinking away. You start like, bargaining um, with the devil. Then you
1: sit there like, all right, Steelers, you need to not score here, and Cleveland needs to get like a touchdown, a field goal, and a safety. All
0: right, so yeah, <laughs> we just need we just need to be tied going into the fourth quarter, and I win seventy five bucks. <laughs> and then we need the Steelers to just kick one field goal, and then hold for the next fourteen minutes. Right. And you know that's not going to happen.
1: I mean, I run the block, pool at work. I actually had last week sitting right here. Oh yeah. Um. My boss was six seconds away from... He hit the the half, he hit Mm -hmm. the third, and he was six seconds away from hitting the final... But the Steelers played a stupid prevent defense and let the uh, Cleveland Browns run down and score with six seconds left. And so that, much happened in there in that and now, and that's that's the, play, and that screwed them out of that screwed them out of hitting the final.
0: That as screwed well your boss, but then like someone who someone else got screwed when they missed the two. Well,
1: yeah, because yeah, because then if they went for the two, then somebody else if they would have kicked the extra point, somebody else would have had it. If they went if they hit the two, somebody else would have had it, and then they didn't hit the two, so somebody else had it. Extra hey. point
0: person should have been the most pissed because like there was a meaningless two. It was a meaningless two. The two points was? wasn't gonna get them any closer to winning no because there was like six seconds left on the clock and you know they had to kick the ball away (laughs) and then they could have done an onside kick but like they weren't in a place where that was going to affect the outcome at all i mean and now there's gonna be legal gambling right next to the stadium I, i don't know i mean i don't want to be an alarmist about it and like yeah like the bookies like they have no compunction about like threatening people or paying people off or like doing like point shaving um i don't think regulated casino sports betting is going to make it worse no i don't think but so but every time there's like a point spread that's like a little weird at the end of a football game like they comment on it oh yeah and that's just another reason like i don't i don't want to be told that like i lost all my money because of some conspiracy you know, just let me go to bed thinking, like, oh, well, you know, I'm broke now because I don't know dick about football.
1: Right. <laughs> now, I think that, now, depending on what the casino does on their price point on their drinks, mm. I think it could be like if the Steelers are away uh, on, on one of those games that the sports book could be a little heavy because they're going to have a bar in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm all about going out and, and hanging out and putting a whole session in at a bar and doing nothing but watching football. All day on the NFL package, as long as I'm getting like two fifty-three dollar yinglings,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm not gonna go down to the casino and sit there and pay five six bucks for a yingling and sit there all day just to watch football on bed all day. No, I, I'll I'll walk in, I'll probably have a beer, I'll make my I'll put my tick sheet together mm. and go. Here you go, and then I will leave and go elsewhere mm. to watch all the games, and I will keep an eye on my tick sheet the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> while I'm there, but I'm not gonna sit there all day and you know, pay six bucks for a yingling or five, even five for a yingling. I I mean, you know, I'll I'll jump on the trolley right outside the casino and come back and get off right in front of McMinn's and sit at McMinn's Mm -hmm. and drink my $2 yinglings all day doing football. And then I probably won't be sober enough to go back to the casino after all the games are over. So I'd have to go back in the morning to go collect my winnings.
0: Yeah, that's probably. But
1: just remember, you can bet on more on football. You're going to be able to bet on baseball, which baseball like on some of those money lines, you got to lay 135 to win mm. 100. I mean, I know that's you know, some of those I saw the one it was lay 170 to win 100. Like, that's just ridiculous. Like, for something as unpredictable as baseball, right? And then uh, hockey, I don't even know how you bet on hockey. Like, I you know, you, you have a goal differential and so forth. It's probably kind of like betting on soccer. Yeah. Um you the know, thing I like about soccer is they have all kinds of props. Oh, yeah, they have you the know, prop bets like on who gets who, the first, who gets goal. first goal, you know. And I'll come for Super Bowl. The casino's going to be mobbed. I'll go down mm-hmm. and lay all the prop bets. The prop bets are the best. Yeah, I'll uh, stay the for hell Super away Bowl. from the
0: casino on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> if, I, if I can get there on, like, Saturday.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
1: wouldn't go on Super Bowl Sunday, but definitely go on the Friday or Saturday or four just to get your prop bets out of the way and call it a day. Yeah. You know, bet on, the, on, bet on the coin toss, bet on the, the how long the national anthem goes, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, all this gambling talk got me hungry for brunch. Yeah. <laughs> I have eggs and bacon. Um, I want. I mean like a buffet, dude. Oh, I'm talking like casino brunch. Casino brunch buffet with unlimited mimosas. Uh-huh. Yes. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, I mean, basketball and football would be good for me to go bet on. And, mm. and um, you know, uh, the occasional fight, mm. you know, like boxing, not the UFC. Uh,
0: I bet on pro wrestling.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a surefire bet.
0: <laughs> Woo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he won't bet on baseball but he'll bet on pro wrestling i just i just think mm. he's got it this time you know. <laughs> i mean you know what is it? i mean just imagine if you could bet on hulk hogan in and the andre the giant
0: match mm. i mean imagine if you had uh mcfoley getting thrown through the cage <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: hilarious all right um so another one uh, we'll go, I have this at the end of the thing, but I'm going to pull it up right now. Did you watch much of the NFL trade deadline?
0: No, I mean, I was aware of it on Twitter, but I, was there, was there like a show? like on NFL Network or ESPN or something? They, they
1: did a whole, they did a whole thing, um, on, on the trade deadline date, uh, of who went where and so forth. And of course now I'm not going to, oh, here we go. There it is. Um... Packers traded HaHa uh, ha Clinton Dix to the Redskins for a fourth-round draft pick. Um, Jaguars got D.N. Dante Fowler um, to the Rams um, for a 2019 draft pick, uh, third-round pick, and a 2025 round pick. Packers traded Ty Montgomery. Now, he got himself out of Green Bay by screwing up on Sunday, hmm. where it was either he said no, he was doing, he, you know, he was taking a kickoff and doing what he normally does. Mm-hmm. But apparently it came that, the, that he was told to take a knee in the end zone and give the ball to Aaron Rodgers on the 25 and let him get out and try to get a field goal to win the game. Oh, yeah. But Ty Montgomery came out of the end zone, didn't even get close to the 20, and got the ball popped out and fumbled for the Rams to recover Oh no. on, like, the 10. um,
0: So that's what everybody was so, so hoping out about. Here
1: is, so here is how you know you pissed off the Green Bay Packers when you play for them. Ty Montgomery got traded to the Ravens for a 2027th round pick. Wow. Now, Ty Montgomery was listed and came out as a wide receiver. Mm. The uh, Packers had issues at running back, Uh, so he moved to the running back position and came out. He was pretty good at it. And he came out and he was also a good receiving back. If you have him in fantasy football, he wasn't too bad uh, with the Packers. I don't know how he's going to do with the Ravens right now um, because it's the Ravens. Um, Oh, yeah, the loud noise outside that's Mm. the Leaf Sucker. Am I allowed to park where I'm at? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Um, and then uh here's <laughs> bold parking th- tickets. Yeah, bold parking tickets. Here's a here's one of the big ones that happened. The Lions traded Golden Tate to the Eagles for a third round pick. That's cool. That's pretty good. Good for the Eagles there.
0: Good for my fantasy team. Hopefully. Good for your
1: fantasy team. Uh here's one that was a little uh shocking, but not so shocking. Demarius Thomas to the Texans for a 2019 fourth round pick. Uh, the team also swapped 2019 seventh rounders. Uh, Damon Harrison to the Lions From the Giants For a conditional 19 pick Eli Apple to the Saints From the Giants For a 2020 7th round pick The Raiders traded Amari Cooper Now this was before the trade deadline even happened mm. That the Raiders traded Amari Mar- Cooper to The Cowboys for a 2019 First round draft pick mm. um, So now for your wide receivers In Oakland you have Martavis Bryant Um and then also the Browns traded Carlos Hyde to the Jaguars for a 2019 fifth-round pick. That's because Leonard Fournette is injured, and their also backup running back is also injured. So now they have Carlos Hyde down there, and if you had him in your fantasy football, um, I'm not sure what kind of production you're going to get out of him. Tough, tough turnaround
0: for the Jaguars this year.
1: Yeah, real tough turnaround. Their defense has not been the Saxonville that they were last mm-hmm. year. Um, I had them as my I, they were rated as number one defense in fantasy football I took them this year and I, I finally like relinquished them even though I won a lot of my games but they did not do squat for me I switch defenses every week uh, yeah you're one of those that I talked to yeah I talked to another guy he's like I change my defense every week depending on who's playing who I'm like I sometimes don't have time to research it all that much.
0: There, there's just there's just so few that are like so good the, right. There aren't shutouts anymore in the NFL. No, you know, like the teams don't get held like under two hundred yards anymore. Um, just about everyone's scoring in the twenties, it seems. So, like, there's top-notch defenses that you might want. There might be two or three teams that you would want to like keep them on your roster, but you still don't want to play them every week just because right. of the matchups. And it's it's better. I think it's easier to like pick on a bad team through matchups. Than to like find the perfect defense and just like ride with them, you know, every week.
1: So how is your fancy football going?
0: Terrible, so bad. Like, I'm I'm just just happy to be here. Like, it's just it's nice to be able to email with you guys. But like, so there's no chance. So for me, last week I was
1: number one in my conference, and Mm -hmm. uh, I lost this week. Okay, so now I'm tied for first with two other people. Um. So there's three of us that are five and three, um, in in my fantasy league, going on, um, and then the other conference in my league uh, has also three tied for first at five and three. So with me losing last week, now I, I I who would have thought that starting Andy Dalton last week over top of Drew Brees would have been the play? Um, apparently, it was. If I would have started Andy Dalton, I would have won my league by two points because I would have been going into the Monday night game down by down by 10, but would have won by two point whatever because my kicker just went insane on Monday night football. I mean, I kept sitting there being like, come on, Patriots, don't score a touchdown. Just get to the just 20 and kick a field goal yeah. one. because you know, I Goskowski, Um That's a good kicker to have. Yeah, you know, he is. Good kicker to have. I'm gonna be sad when he goes on bye week. But um, you can't beat yourself up about not playing Andy Dalton. Uh, but Drew Brees had had 8.8 points, and Andy Dalton had 23. Well,
0: I mean, 23's not like.
1: Yeah, but that's that. If it's I a was, not. It, it, I would have won my game if I was starting. Like Andy
0: Ben Dalton. Ben Roethlisberger has been like a solid like 22, 23 points for me like every week this year. Um. You know, it's not spectacular, but it's solid. Like, you, you, you'd you, think Drew Brees could do that for you. I mean, well, it's, it's a I, funny league. This week I have to
1: start Drew Brees because Andy Dalton's on a bye. Yeah. And I'm not going to go pick up another quarterback and drop one of those two. You sure? Yeah. Peterman's probably out there. I uh, I mean, you know, it might be a good play, but uh, I don't think so. Um, We'll see how that goes. I mean, you got a good game this week. I mean, Green Bay and New England. That'll be a good. One. That's a, that's the sunny night eight twenty game. Cincinnati's on a bye, so I gotta go pick up a different defense because I had Cincinnati's mm. defense last week, which got me fifteen points. Yeah. Um, uh, I have one of my one of my tight ends on a bye this week. I have uh, Ebron from Indianapolis. He's on a bye, so I gotta start Trey Burton. Mm. And the tight end pool in fantasy football it's this sad. year is very very sad unless you have Kelsey Ertz or um, uh, Tide Pods. High pods, Gronk. Gronk, Gronk's the hit or miss, dude. Yeah, I no, had, no. I had, I played guy that had Gronk this year, and Gronk scored 11 points, and the Ebron went ahead and scored like 50. Or, yeah. or, or no, that was a week he scored 32. Oh yeah, yeah, like, you know, Tyree Cohen's been doing well for me. I got Alvin Kamara, Adam Thielen's been lighting it up. He's the number one fancy receiver. I'm glad I actually drafted him as my second round draft pick. First receiver it was Adam Thielen, so. Um, Juju, he's been all, he's been steady in fantasy football. Yeah, Juju's been. John Brown's yeah. been steady flex play.
0: Uh, Muhammad Sanu, eh,
1: they're playing Washington this weekend. I might want to sneak him in there somewhere. Oh,
0: uh, I have to play him. As it would, I mean, I have so many buys this week.
1: I mean, the, the, guys I mean, on IR. I mean, the Steelers are playing the Ravens and John Brown. I mean, I, I don't want to have. I, I don't like having to like root for the Steelers and also have to root for like John Brown to get hundred yards and two touchdowns and. Still, and the Steelers still beat them, and that's a tough game as it is. Yeah, uh,
0: we got we got to stay focused on. you know, Focus all your energy.
1: I mean, I have some guys on my team that I haven't played all year, and I just need to like start dumping them. But I'm in a really deep
0: league, so there's not a whole lot of talent pool left. I'm in a 14 team league. Yeah, that's so. crazy. You, you're talking about like <laughs> tight ends are bad, and I'm like sitting over here like, oh yeah, tight end pools suck, and like I'm in a 10 team league, <laughs> and I've had like four different tight ends like come through my doors this year um none of them any good or at least not the weeks that i played them right so um thanks for putting that in perspective for me mr like 14 team league of death <laughs> i wish you luck you're going to need it
1: well so far none of my starters have really had any issues yeah <laughs>
0: i should have traded Devonte freeman when i had a chance I he's on IR right now. I don't now. know what's up with him, man. What I mean, that? and now with like IR, like it's not like you, When I started doing fantasy football, IR meant you're done for the year. So even though it would suck to lose a player to IR, it would it would also make your decision a little easier because like, well, I could cut him. Yeah. Because he's not coming back. But now you've now you've got guys that could go on IR and still potentially come back and help you, you in the know, and playoffs. Then guys,
1: and then you guys got the ones that drafted Le'Veon Bell with their number one pick in fantasy, and yeah, you're week nine, and he's still not in yet. Yeah,
0: but my the guy in my league also drafted James Conner. Oh, so he's doing just fine. Yeah, and that's the person who tried to get Devonte Freeman off me.
1: Maybe you should call him up. And his and his
0: and his rationale was like, you look like you need a tight end. <laughs> but he tried to give me Jordan Reed. No! Who's always injured. Yeah. And that's what I said. But Jordan I ended up Reed's winning. good for three out of 16 games. Well, I haven't gotten three games yet out of Devontae Freeman, so I could have made that trade and yeah. probably come out okay. Yeah. And I have other running backs. I don't have another tight end. I I kind of want to just, like, suit up and go play tight end. Just do it yourself. Well, you're not playing
1: tight end for the Steelers, I can tell you that no. right now. They have three pretty decent ones. Yeah that's fine actually we're gonna go on break right now and come back and we're gonna finish this up with uh, college football and uh, Steelers football so uh, here's a few messages from our friends at uh, Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview and also you know what's perfect about Beachview especially Sorgatron Media Studios it's like three blocks away from Slice on Broadway Mm -hmm. which makes the perfect pepperoni pizza with their original location there in Beachview as well as Carnegie uh, PNC Park Home of the Pirates as well as East Liberty So, folks, we'll be right back uh, after these messages. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, and we're back for our final segment here at Bold Sports. We're on the episode 57. Heinz. Yeah. Um... So we got college football. Uh, last week, um, Pitt squeaked out a win over top of Duke within the final seconds with a 40 yard TD pass. Um, it was a back and forth game, yeah. um, and so forth. And that game was on shit ACC network. Yeah, uh, and so forth. So, I so think was it that was...
0: locally here on? Was it on AT and Sports locally or no? No,
1: no, it was on the ACC network, and, which yeah. they
0: black out locally.
1: Well, no, we had it on at work. Oh, did you? We okay. had it on at work. No. I never
0: got that why they would black out the ACC games locally. I mean, I guess it's to get people to go to the games or to like subscribe to real cable. I
1: remember back in the day, whenever the Pirate games weren't on TV, unless it was a sellout. Mm. When we were kids, yeah. Which how often did that happen at Three Rivers?
0: Well, I mean, my dad. My dad likes to tell stories about used to have. They used to drive to Greenville, Pennsylvania, <laughs> to watch Steelers games. Because like, yeah. there was like a bar that had satellite, yeah, and they were yeah, blacked the Steelers, out, and they were blacked out in Pittsburgh. Steeler games were blacked out in Pittsburgh unless they were a
1: sellout, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so Pit um, Pit squeaked by. That was a back and forth game the whole way. They did play Duke here at Heinz Field this week. Pitt heads to Charlottesville, Virginia, to take on the Cavaliers Friday night. Yeah, which could end up being. Um, for first place in the Coastal Conference of the ACC.
0: Yeah, don't do like I did when Penn State had a Friday night game and like roll into the restaurant at like halftime and be like, oh, I didn't know there was a game tonight. Like, this is a really big game for Pitt. Yeah, it is a big you game know, for Pitt. Wide open. They they can still take the Coastal Division, but they need to win Friday in Virginia. They do and need it will to win not Friday. be easy.
1: It's not going to be easy. Uh, Virginia, if you're
0: intimidated by like dorky frat guys in orange and blue ties,
1: Virginia is ranked number 23 uh, in a nation and Pitt's not ranked I mean and we they all... got
0: three votes did you hear oh they he got did. three votes in the coaches poll someone asked uh, coach Narduzzi in, in his press conference and uh, it was like it's like okay well like we'll ask you the question that you don't like before we go and this is it like have you called any of your friends in the coaching fraternity to find out who it is voted for you and he's basically like I don't care like, I know I know who I voted for I haven't looked at it. I'm too busy, you know, preparing my football team to play Virginia. But, yeah, like, at least three coaches felt that, you know, Pitt belongs in the top 25. And the question was kind of, like, insinuating that they were all just friends of Coach Narduzzi. I mean, that's possible. But isn't that how the coach's poll works? It is. I mean, it's kind of how life works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't, like, rate my coworkers, though. I try not to. I don't I don't I'm not asked to like vote like who are like the top like twenty five people on staff in a given week. You know.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, so Pitt's gotta go in. They got Charlotte they go into Charlottesville, which is not the easiest place to play. Um Pitt does like to play spoiler. Yeah. You know? Uh we v- get Virginia's that. not
0: ranked high enough. Virginia's not right. They, only, they only like to play spoiler if you're like in the top five. If you're in the top five, yeah. When you beat
1: like West Virginia and you beat Miami and then they all they they put up a hell of a showing in Notre Dame uh two weeks ago. Uh it was great. And you know, they didn't beat Notre Dame, but you know, they, they showed that Notre Dame is is weak at areas. Yeah. Which Notre Dame this year I mean they're a tale of two teams. They either squeak by or they blow you out. Yeah. It's kind of like a few teams in college football um, this year as well. Uh, so go ahead, uh, Pitt. Get down there uh, and uh, play those Cavaliers tough. Play them hard. Come home with a win. Put yourself in first place in the Coastal Conference and have a shot at uh, a decent bowl game. I mean, you yeah. win the ACC. You go in the ACC playoffs. Yeah. You get the ACC playoff game. I mean, they're going to end up playing, like, Miami or, you know, Florida State. Yeah. Or something like that. But you win that ACC playoff game, you're going to get a big bowl. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get a Fiesta Bowl or an Orange Bowl or Rose whatever. Bowl. Hmm?
0: They could go to the Rose Bowl.
1: Could they go to the Rose Bowl? Yeah, because it's... Yeah, they now It's it. wide open Yeah, it's with, wide open now. With, with the, like, the
0: conferences and everything. Like, traditionally, like... I, It was Big Ten, Pac-Ten. Yeah. I don't know if, like... Like, cause I, I know with the Big Ten situation that like it's probably likely a Big Ten team is gonna go to the Rose Bowl, and it and they they do like to keep it like a team from the East and a team from the West, if not necessarily like a Big Ten team, and a Pac twelve team, um, but yeah, like I mean, just the, the way the Big Ten is looking right now, like, you know, like I was hearing like they you know Northwestern could get to the Rose Bowl, um, they're playing Notre Dame this weekend this weekend and that's not going to affect their conference standings but they're a pretty decent team this year so
1: yes Notre Dame did have a big blowout win over top of Navy last weekend that was in San Diego California um they've moved up to number three overall uh, in the country and they do have Northwestern headed into South Bend um like I said uh let's see uh let's hope that we get that Notre Dame that, that plays hard and finishes the game um shows up this week and doesn't let the other team be in the game the whole time like Ball State and you know Pitt and there was one other game this this year that they should have blown the team out and did not yeah I mean Notre Dame still has some tough games left I mean they got what uh, is it USC it's USC like, is coming up USC um, and then they already played Stanford so yeah they're done with Michigan I'd have to pull their their schedule up real yeah. quick to figure out who they have left um, speaking of Michigan, yeah. Speaking of Michigan, um, Penn, oh no, they played Michigan first game of the year this year. Right, that's right. I'm, I was I was trying to segue into the Penn yeah, State game. Yeah. Speaking of Michigan, uh, Penn State has Michigan coming into Happy Valley this week. Penn State has fallen to number fourteen, and Michigan is coming to Happy Valley um, again. Penn State has been a tale of two teams this season: um, fifty-six to nothing or squeaking by to a loss. Mm. Um, Franklin's always a Jag, though. Uh, yeah. Franklin, Saban, Belichick. I mean, <laughs> it is uh, they, they they are Jags. Completely. Um, unfortunately, I've watched way too many Penn State games this year. Yeah. Because I've been at work, and they've been on. And we have that sea of
0: blue and white coming in. You, you know, it's yeah. it's Penn State country. Yeah. Whatever. Anywhere in Pennsylvania that's, like, not a city is Penn State country. So Bridgeville counts. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, we also get the, the Mountaineer fans coming up in that oh, yeah. blue and yellow because we're mm. not far from that border far. either. You're not I far. mean, I mean, you're not... I mean, it, it, I've asked everybody comes up. They're like, oh, yeah, we're 45 minutes from Morgantown. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. I mean, but uh, West Virginia, um, they took a huge loss two weeks ago to Iowa State. Um the mountaineers rebounded huge with a win over Baylor it was like 56 to like 12. I called it uh that was a Thursday night game mm-hmm. and then they have um who they have come in um yeah WVU is falling to number 12 and they take on the Longhorns this oh, yeah that's they, they go to Texas and take on the longhorns and whatnot Stella just woke up. She probably wants food. You're just going to have her. to wait. We're making sports podcast. Sports show, yeah. We'll get you food in a bit. Oh, man. She's she's, definitely, all, she's giving you those eyes. Yeah, like, she's all up on me right now. Aww. She's pawing. Stella. Um, oh. Either that or she realized we woke her up. Um, Aww. But yeah, Your so you co- college football, I mean, they, they are, the teams right now are pretty much, this is who you have. This is mm. what you got. Alabama's still rolling through. Um did you watch Stephen A. Smith? the Stephen A. Smith they did his top five college football teams and all five were
0: Alabama for five different reasons. <laughs> no, I, I didn't see that, but yeah, like it's I, I just I don't even like thinking about it because I you know, I want I wanna see obviously if Notre Dame gets to the final again against Alabama, oh, God. I would really like it to not be as lopsided as it was the last time. Yeah. And, and I don't know that that's gonna happen, unfortunately. Well, nobody just... on Notre Dame gets like catfished. oh yeah, this no, time because that, was, that a, was a huge distraction. That was a huge distraction. Um, really, not a big deal. Who gives a shit, right? You know,
1: mm, you fell for a girl that's not really the person that they thought they were. At mm. least he
0: didn't like, you know, get a free tattoo. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, no free tattoos at Notre Dame. You leave that over in this state next over to your uh, left. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, your, your top 25, you got Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, LSU, Michigan are your top five. Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, and UCF, and Washington State are the f- are five through ten. Or, sorry, six through ten. Uh, and then you have Kentucky, WVU, Florida, Penn State, Texas are 10 through 15. 16 through 20, Utah, Houston, Utah State, Iowa. Fresno State are are, are, your, uh, are your 16 through 20. Twenty-one through twenty-five are going to be uh, Mississippi State, Syracuse, Virginia, twenty-three. Who Pitt plays this weekend? Boston College, and
0: Texas A&M to round that out. Um, Stella's purring. She loves listening to you read the top twenty-five. I know she does. Um, she can't wait till back UCF. To the UCF is 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 number nine at seven and zero. Yeah, and and
1: it's because of their conference that they're not higher. Uh, you have Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame are eight and zero. Everybody else is seven and one. And then you get to UCF, and they're seven and zero at nine.
0: And again, it's their I think conference. they should let them in the playoffs. I I don't see why not. They've got I, the longest winning streak. If they if they win out, uh, yeah, I think they deserve a shot.
1: Definitely, they went out. They just des- you know, they're going to get screwed again because a one loss
0: team is going to get in because they're called Ohio State or yeah. you know. I mean,
1: well, I mean, you got your your final four. I mean, I because mean, they're doing that whole four thing. You're, yeah, you're gonna LSU is a one loss team. Mm-hmm. You know, as of if they, if it ended right now, your final four would be Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and LSU, and LSU is a one loss team. Yeah, and they're gonna get into that little final four playoff bit, and then have a national. They'll use
0: well if LSU beats Alabama in the regular season.
1: It's true. They still have them left.
0: And then, you know, LSU goes to the SEC championship game, and then so maybe Alabama doesn't Who knows? get the playoffs with we'll one loss. But they're Alabama. They're Alabama. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a given. They they've probably already got the like uh, the hotel rooms all set up with like the little you know tape under doors. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's like <laughs> when when they were when Alabama was here for March Madness for the basketball. They stayed at the uh, Wyndham downtown. They did, and they they had you know the whole place. You, you you wouldn't have known any different if you were in Tuscaloosa or downtown Pittsburgh because they they you know they set it up to make them feel welcome. And I I just feel like the college football playoff is kind of you know they've they've been sort of preparing the way for Alabama all year. It's just a given, even with one loss. I don't I'm not sure that's fair, but. You know, it's it's not going to be too much longer before they expand the playoffs again. Yeah, they're gonna they're they're gonna expand this. Um, Maybe not sixteen, but eight. I, I, I could see eight. Then you could take the winner of every conference in the Power Five, and still have three like wild card spots that could go to you know an undefeated Central Florida, and you know whoever came in second in the Big Ten. Or the SEC. Yeah, I mean that's that's where I see it going. But you know, for now, it's like they play all these games and then they take like a month off, and then they they have do playoffs. And sometimes teams come out flat.
1: Yeah, we've seen it happen more than once. Um, speaking of coming out flat, how about that Steelers game this Sunday? Boo hoo! <laughs> Ultimately, the Steelers won, thirty 33- three. Uh, to 18, but the, the Browns marched the ball, got two field goals in the first. You're going to at the end of the first quarter, it's six to nothing Browns. You're like, yeah. oh shit, is this going to happen again? Um, but you know, the the guys turned it around. They always do, like the Steelers. They, yeah, I mean,
0: they had the stat that they're like the worst first quarter team oh, in yeah. the league. They are the worst first quarter team, and in the that's what we're used to. It, it's the bad second half. It hurts the Steelers. Yeah, I'd I'd rather, I'd almost rather them like dig a slight hole in the first half. I mean, okay, the playoff game against Jacksonville wasn't a slight hole; like they dug a huge hole, but then they like still managed to stay in the game until the end because they just kept digging to you know. Um, but it's like these games where they like you know they think they can hold a ten point lead at the start of the fourth quarter. So, do you do the thirty three game? No, but um. That's all screwed up now because of the the scores are different.
1: Well well, it's the thirty three in the game and the twenty nine game happens more often now because of adding the two point conversion. Yeah, into, and they move the extra points back. And they move the extra points back and so forth. But if you did have the Steelers in the thirty three game and you had them this year this week, you did hit that pool by the way. Um it's always a fun thing. To, it's mindless. You pick names out of a hat. And if no, thing, yeah, wins, I, you I. I win worked at a bar
0: that had one, and it, it's like a progressive jackpot. And if nobody oh, yeah. hits it, if nobody hits it at the end of the year, they have a big party. Yes. Um. But it was for the it was the, it was for eighteen, at that at that one instead of thirty three, which winning with a score of eighteen is hard. Winning Winning with a score of eighteen is hard now. It's hard now, but like the Browns got eighteen. It's possible to get eighteen. Yeah, but usually you lose with that shit. Well, I mean, yeah, because it's like a low-scoring game if you're like only on eighteen points mm-hmm. in in today's We're NFL. We're gonna have to really adjust this pots now. But anyway, yeah, we got. I was uh, I was actually I was talking to one of my bookie friends about <laughs> about this very topic on Sunday. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, wow, like, do we know some shady characters? Ah, <laughs> shady, just you know, they, they just do things the old way. They have a different job than we do. Yeah, that's all. That's all. You know, you would have been a bootlegger back in the day, Steve. The, oh, fuck yeah. I would what have. you do is legal now, so. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, James Conner had
1: 211 all purpose yards, two TDs, earned him Offensive Player of the Week. And what was really nice about James Conner and uh, a lot of the other players came out and said that after he got that announcement, he went around the locker room and gave a hug and a handshake to all his offensive linemen. And he even said himself because it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for them. Because you see some of the holes I was running through? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have put a fucking Buick. Through some of those holes, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, like James
0: Conner is kind of quietly having, you know, he's a, having a stud season right now. Very productive Steelers running back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm at the point where like I don't think Bell coming back would help. No, I think it would be more of a distraction. Um, I really couldn't believe it, but I was I was watching the number one Cochran Sports Showdown, on Sunday, show. and like. John Staggerwald's talking about, like, running, like, a two-back system with Connor and Bell. Like, I would have liked that idea at the start of the season, but I just—I don't see it working. I mean, for someone as old-school and cranky as Stag to say that, like, it, it really shocked me that, like, you know, he wouldn't just say, like, you know, screw Bell and, like, Connor deserves to be the feature back for the rest of the year. But if Connor gets hurt, God forbid— Knock on wood, you know. Yeah, it, it it wouldn't. It doesn't hurt to have a backup of the caliber of Le'Veon Bell, but you got to have like the backup attitude to go with it. And like, I don't think he has. I don't it. think he has it. I mean, he doesn't even have the like start for the Steelers attitude. So
1: Le'Veon Bell's one weekly paycheck is more than what Connor's gonna make this whole fucking season. Yeah. Um. So I read a breakdown of the possibilities of what could happen if Lev Bell. And there there has to be some backhanded shit on one of this to happen. Um, Lev Bell has to come back by week 10 mm-hmm. in order to be eligible for his free agency for next year. Mm. All right. Now, he comes back week 10, the Steelers can put him on a restricted roster spot mm-hmm. and only have to pay him a portion of that 855000 per week because he's not completely on the roster, so that saves the Steelers a little more money, and it's gonna probably piss off Bell. Even Ben Roethlisberger said it's gonna be about four weeks before Bell's up to speed.
0: Mm.
1: Now, if he comes back, you're probably not gonna start him right away because he needs to get up to game speed and everything else. And how do you take Connor out? Yeah, it's not doesn't... hockey. It's not because he has the you know, uh, in hockey you roll with a hot hand. Yeah. You know, you're running with a hot, hot running back right now. Yeah. You're not going to take him out of the game. Just to put, oh, Bell's back, there you go. Sorry, you sit on the bench, James. Oh, yeah, man. like people
0: were talking about that happening after week two. Right. But yeah. after, after this many games, it, it'd just be wrong, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then, so the one thing I read, and I forget who it was from. It was from somebody from ESPN. That it would be against the CBA, but, and it would have to be kept quiet and also it'd be very hard to prove if the Steelers somehow told Le'Veon Bell to stay away the whole fucking season and next year we won't even try to franchise tag you and we'll release you of your duties for the Steelers and you will be an unrestricted free agent, you can go anywhere you want. Hmm. For him to just stay away all fucking season.
0: That that'd be against the C B A? That would be against the C B A. Well I mean so I guess I I guess I would not want my union negotiating a clause where they could just like, you know, cut me without paying me at all. But but it's like the franchise tag. They
1: you know, because technically, if he doesn't come back after week ten, the, the Steelers can franchise tag him again next year. That's for the same amount of money as this year, so and have all this, this bullshit again, again, all over again. I don't want that. If they do I don't bad, want that,
0: I quit. I'm out. <laughs> not permanently. But I will take a year off from watching the Steelers. I mean I can't take it. I just can't, you know?
1: I personally don't think that the Steelers would. They, they obviously Bell's got a bigger head than what he did. his mom won't even talk to him right now. Yeah. Bell's mom's not even talking to him right now because she's mad at him because he's giving up almost a million a week. Yeah. Eight hundred and fifty grand a week, dude. I'd take eight hundred and fifty grand to be the football. For a year, mm-hmm. I mean, we've already had that conversation, but it's ridiculous. Here and there, he comes back week ten, which will be next week, by the way.
0: Yeah. So he gets to skip both Baltimore games. Yeah.
1: He gets to skip both both, both Baltimore games.
0: games, both Cleveland games, and one Cincy game. But that's still like a, you know, I, like thirty three percent chance of having a career ending injury. True.
1: I mean, I get his aspect. He once paid as the number one running back and a number two receiver. He's trying to keep his body healthy. He's not the month. number two
0: receiver, though.
1: He was last year. He was last year. Well. He had the most touches of anybody in the NFL the last two seasons. He's, you know, he's afraid that he's going to come back and the Steelers is going to run him until the wheels fall off. And the Steelers yeah. have the, the, the...
0: They've done that before. But that's... I mean, it would behoove them to do that mm-hmm. because... I mean why would you why would you save him for someone else you know Well he's saving himself. He's saving himself. He's not getting yeah. paid. He's not getting That's paid. That's his decision. That's his decision. You I'm over I, I was never I, mad about it I'm but not like, mad about it. I mean some people but, are like personally offended, yeah. you know
1: and also how can you say you're you're not getting your, the Steelers offered him a fair fair deal which still would have made him the highest paid player, highest paid running back in the NFL at $70 million for 5 years and, it, and then the kicker was it was like only 30 million guaranteed he mm-hmm. wanted like 55 guaranteed or some shit. I, I don't even know currently in the state of the NFL this season what team out there is going to go pay him $70 million with 55 guaranteed. Yeah. The Raiders? probably. I mean, Cowboys? They got Zeke Elliott down there. Yeah, they, I mean, you know, you Cowboys. think of the notorious teams that make dumb decisions, the Redskins. Mhm. But then you got to look at who are you going to run behind? You don't have an offensive line. Open up holes that you could drive a Buick through.
0: Yeah. I mean, and Bell Bell's style of running is
1: is all about the offensive line holding waiting up, for something waiting to for develop, something to open up and develop and yeah. and, and to squeak through a, a pinhead hole, you know? I I, I don't I don't see him getting the money on the open market from anybody else that he's trying to command. I honestly, unfortunately, see him coming back to the Steelers with his tail between his fucking legs, being like, all right, I'll play for four years for 60 million and call it a day. You think so? Yeah. I, I, unfortunately,
0: the Steelers are still Vegas odds to sign Bell for next year. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not worried about next year. Like, I'm I'm worried about this year. I know. Um, I don't want him to come back and screw up any chemistry that's already there. But I don't want, like we, I said, God forbid Connor should get hurt. God forbid Connor gets hurt. You know, and you got Steven Ridley. Yeah, which, I mean. He coughed up a ball. Yeah, like, I guess the best case scenario now is for Bell to just come back and play out the year. Come back, play out the year as a backup. See what he's got. See, see how he, see how he like adjusts to, you know, somebody splitting also, touches. But that's but this and this is what Staggerwald was saying. Like he he can just get in the slot. Like he doesn't have to be on the sideline. Right. Every time Connor's on the field, they can be on the field at the same time. Yeah. Um. He could be a slot receiver. He could go as a as a two back set. Yeah. You know. But like teams don't do that anymore. Mm-mm. Team teams don't use two running backs. When was the last
1: time you saw Wishbone offense?
0: <sighs>
1: like on like. Madden. Um, college football <laughs> like EA Sports right <laughs> from 97 yes <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah he, he he has to come back by next week
0: so cause we're we're in week 9 now right I think so
1: yeah I think yeah I think we're in week 9 so he yeah. has to come back for next week so this is the
0: Ravens week and we shouldn't even be talking
1: about Bell no because we got the Ravens coming up in Baltimore this Sunday at 1 o'clock and the Ravens are the Ravens. The Steelers are the Steelers. It's gonna be a smash mouth football game. It's gonna be. Can't believe it's not like a four thirty start. Uh, I, or we always end up playing the Ravens one one o'clock game and one eight thirty game mm-hmm. every year. Um, it's gonna be a hard hitting game. You know, of course it started out this week with Ben Rothsberger having a broken finger on his non throwing hand and Terrell Suggs going, Yeah, Ben's injured every day of the week. Yeah, you yeah. know. Well, I
0: mean it, it's true. <laughs> it's true. You know I, You know, Terrell Suggs has been around this this league a while. Yeah, like, he's he he pays attention just like we do. Yeah. I see I seem to hear a lot about this guy's injuries. You know,
1: yeah, Ben's always got some injury going on. Yeah. You know, he's gonna play, it's his non throwing hand.
0: Oh man. Oh, for non-throwing it, He better know, not right? fumble the snap.
1: That's the only thing you worry about, fumbling <laughs> the snap. Yeah. His, you'll probably see him a lot in shotgun formation um, if that finger is a, any type of an issue. Um, so Ravens receivers, John Brown, um, Michael Crabtree, now they added um, T.Y. Montgomery, which could go back to a receiver mm. position because the Ravens running backs are not too shabby. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Our secondary is still suspect. I'm surprised the Steelers didn't make more of a try for a secondary guy at the trade deadline.
0: But they never do. They
1: never do. They're they're, they're a we have our team and we're gonna roll with
0: them. Nah, it feels like this trade deadline is probably like bigger than than it's been in the past. Yeah, like I I think. I think it's got a lot to do with just the coverage because I think ESPN wants like the NFL trade deadline to be an event, like in the, the same MLB, way that the, the MLB trade deadline all the other is. sports. Yeah, I NHL mean like hockey deadline. fans go crazy for for hockey trade deadline, and like NBA is the same way, and like the NFL like trades don't really happen, and when they do, it's for picks. So like your your team might get somebody, but if if your team sucks. And they, like, get rid of a player who's going to be a free agent anyway. Like, you're just getting a pick, so you don't even get to see what you're getting in that's return. Why, that's
1: why Dallas, yeah. you know, got Amari Cooper and the Ra- Raiders stack another number one draft pick in the Raiders next year. But that
0: draft pick's not, like, inspiring people to go buy Raiders tickets tomorrow. No. You know, like, they get they get to wait until April to find out, like, what that pick comes no, but into. the Raiders
1: next year have three number one draft picks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> and they got John Gruden who's been, you know, just watching game film for the past ten years and...
1: And you know what? And he's going to build this team. He's got a 10-year, $100 million guaranteed contract. He's going to build yeah. this team the way he wants it. Give him a year or two. He did it before with the Raiders, whenever he coached the Raiders in the 90s. Yeah. And then and he bailed. He didn't bail. They traded him. He didn't bail. Al Davis. Oh, they did
0: trade him. I was thinking of Lane Kiffin.
1: Lane Kiffin bailed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John Gruden in 2001 took them to the AFC Championship game And that was the Tuck Roll game against Tom Brady Mm -hmm. in the Super Bowl. And then. He took him to the Super Bowl the next year, though, didn't he? No, they went next year. They traded him at the end. The the Raiders traded their head coach to Tampa Bay. So, wait, who coached the
0: Raiders in the Super Bowl that year? Uh, Was it
1: Callahan? It was somebody out. I I can't remember. Bill Callahan? It It might have been Bill Callahan.
0: But the Raiders traded
1: John Gruden for draft picks. Yeah. To Tampa Bay. John Gruden gets in Tampa Bay and takes Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl the very next year against the Raiders. Against the, okay,
0: so that's... So, I just remember that that was the year that uh, it was two Pirates. It was it was the Buccaneers and the Raiders who also have an eyepatch guy as their yes, logo. Yes, they do. I, 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 I was confused as to which team Gruden was with at that yeah, point. Yeah, he was
1: with Tampa Bay. He was the head coach of Tampa Bay and beat up the Raiders in the Super Bowl in 2002. And
0: he was in Tampa after Dungy. Yes, okay. Dungy,
1: Dungy left... They yeah, because they released Dungey and Dungey. That's when Dungey went to the Colts and took over with uh Peyton. Okay, and then so it worked out for everyone. It worked out for everyone except Lane Kiffin. Except Lane Kiffin, where he's at what at Florida Atlantic? Coastal? Yes, Florida Atlantic. Yeah, go Owls. Yes. So hoot, hoot. but yeah. Uh, so the Steelers, their schedule <laughs> left is not too shabby. Um They have the Raiders this week. Then they have the Thursday night game where they have a short week this mm-hmm. week coming up. They ha- they play Sunday. Then they have the uh, Thursday night game here in Pittsburgh against Carolina, I want to yeah. say. Because um, I know we have the NFC South this year. Um, I want to say it's Carolina Thursday night. It's like November 8th or some shit. Oh. Um, so it'll be n- the the next Thursday coming up. Yeah, November 8th. Uh, 8:20 here in Pittsburgh. Carolina Panthers come in. Cam Newton. And I haven't watched enough Carolina games to know really what's going on with them, other than the fact that they are um, five and two. Yeah. So surprising. Yeah, and the Steelers are going into this game to the Ravens four two and one. I mean, which could very easily be five and they two. could be five and two, and then the week after that, the Steelers head down down to Jacksonville. For a rematch, for a rematch of two games last year and a playoff game, and Jacksonville's not the same team they were. Not the same at all. They're not Just the same team they
0: were. They're not even having the same personnel.
1: They they don't they have a lot of the same
0: personnel, but, but there's injuries. There's injuries and
1: so forth. Leonard Fournette's injured and so forth. They're going to see Carlos Hyde again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I see the Steelers coming out of Jacksonville with a win. How big it is is a different story. Um, they better. I mean, they can't. Third time's the charm, right? Yeah, right. Third time should be the charm. And then after that, the Steelers go out to Mile High to Denver, uh, and that's November twenty fifth. That's the Thanksgiving weekend game. Uh, and then you have after that the Chargers come into Pittsburgh, and they're now the LA Chargers. If y'all forgot, Philip Rivers is still the quarterback.
0: I still get confused whenever I see the LAC on the ticker. Right. I'm so used to that being the Clippers. Right. You know, Clippers like, or Clippers. The NBA didn't start yet.
1: Yeah. And then, uh any the event you want to make a pilgrimage to Oakland, this might be the last time we get to see the Steelers in the black hole. What, this year? Yeah. Um,
0: it's kind of short notice. I
1: know, it's kind of short notice. Like, hey, uh, after Thanksgiving, you want to go that fall weekend to Oakland? Uh, that's a $500 flight ticket. Uh, yeah. I have family with. We can stay out in Oakland. Yeah. yeah. I've always wanted to go out there, but not for football. Yeah. I, I, I've kind of always wanted to go to the black hole just to experience it. Oh. Um, it's probably not going to happen. Save it for Vegas. Yeah, and then in just De- and then that's the December 9th game. So that would be the first Steeler game. Well, wait, no, December second. You could actually probably bet on the Chargers game in Pittsburgh because they were saying go to the casino in the morning, lay your bets, go to the game. Hopefully the Steelers cover, it, and then go back and collect your bet on the way home. Yeah, uh, that's real optimistic. Yeah, and then the Patriots come into town uh, December sixteenth, and then the Steelers go down and play the Saints uh, the right before Christmas on December twenty third. And then they got the Bungles finishing up the season at home on December 30th. So the the, the stretch doesn't look too bad. I mean, the Raiders should be an easy win. Um, the Jags, you know, Panthers, I don't know. I mean, it, it's kind of hard to predict. So you got, as fans, we we're like, yeah, we're going to win out. Theoretically, we're going to lose
0: two more games. I picked 10 and 6. That was my prediction at the start of the year. That can't oh. happen now because of the tie. Right. But you can have 10-5-1. 10-5-1. It's going to be tough, though. I mean, Carolina's better than we thought they were going to be. Uh, Chargers are better than we thought. You know, Bungles are... You know, they can Bungle, but they can also... they can If they're not playing the Steelers, your- they can sneak in there and do some damage. Do some real damage. Ask Le'Veon Bell.
1: Yeah, they can. Um, you know, you gotta get go down and play the Saints in New Orleans. That's not a pushover game. No, it's I mean, never easy. I mean, shit. You got Mark Ingram's back. Alvin Kamara's in the backfield. You got um, Michael Thomas out in the wideout there. Yeah, you I gotta mean, be
0: ready for a shootout.
1: Yeah, that's a shoot. I mean, that's a game that you're. That's a game that you hope that you have Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees in that game because I don't think either defense can stop shit. No. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a hot tip. That, 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 yeah, that's a hot tip looking down the line into, into, into
0: week 16. If you have the Saints defense in week 16. You might want to trade them yeah, off. Yeah, you might you, you might want to check that waiver wire. <laughs> Pretty much. But other than
1: that, uh, it's been cold and rainy here in Pittsburgh. It sucks. It's not that cold, actually. It's not that cold, no. It's like in the 50s. It's what you expect in October. <laughs> Uh, now November yeah, 1st. It's been beautiful, honestly, um, other than the rain. Uh, the rain's all summer, all, all year's been the worst rainy season we've had Yeah, uh, and whatnot. I just went, a man and I went down to Trax Farms yesterday nice. and we drove past the Charlie Stop Inn mm-hmm. and they're back up and running after their Good. fiasco Yeah, and whatnot. Uh, Trax Farms, always a great time to go, especially midweek. Yeah. <laughs> no kids. Now there's a few little there's ones. A few there. Little ones. But yeah, and we went on like. We went yesterday. It was it
0: was Halloween. so... Did you get a pumpkin? No, we did not. We didn't. We didn't either. I we grew didn't. one pumpkin in my yard this year, but it didn't. It didn't reach full size before the bugs ate it. I thought about carving it last night, but it's it was too small. It's it's not a good carving pumpkin. Not a good. It's more of a good baking pumpkin. Good first effort though. Good first effort. Yeah, you got like a green thumb and stuff. Huh? I don't know. I got a green thumb, but there's like a bug situation. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Got to figure that out. Apparently, like, they live in the soil, so I got to plant somewhere different.
1: (laughs) Hmm. Bugs live in soil.
0: No, but I mean, like, specifically, like, the the ones that eat the squash vines. Ah. Like, they, they got me two years in a row, so I can't plant anything in that spot. But underneath my deck, like, where I was growing pumpkins that I didn't even plant, like, I think the birds might have, like, helped move the seeds around for me. So... Uh,
1: by the way, we'll throw this out on your radar too. I got a uh, thing from uh, the Facebook here. It gave me the alert that said, "Hey, the City Game presented by GNC Pitt vs Duquesne uh, men's basketball game is going to be at uh, what the PPG Paints Arena, mm-hmm. November 30th. Tickets are on sale now." All right. So, college basketball, because that's usually what the last game before they go into conference play, right? Close. So college yeah. basketball should be starting up right about now. Well, the conference week.
0: conference play usually starts around like the new year, like end of December, January. Yeah, yeah. So city game, you know,
1: Duquesne basketball getting that in there.
0: Did Duquesne win that last year? Daddy did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> A lot of people beat Pitt last year. Yeah. If you notice the Pitt conference, you know uh, the Pitt. Didn't even win a conference game, not even in a championship. Right. Not even in the ACC playoffs. Well, they make the ACC playoffs. No, everybody makes the ACC tournament. Oh, do they? Yeah, no matter what your okay. record is, you go in the ACC tournament, but it's a matter if you win or not.
0: Yeah, we all know they went 0 for the conference, and then they hired a new coach. So Yeah, uh, Capel. Capel, I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm it. Let's see what we'll he
1: see, can do. You know, I like basketball. I like basketball. Oh, God. Well, we'll go out and get a basketball game in here and there. Uh, but yeah, good time of year right now. NBA just started up. If you're an NBA fan, hockey's in... there've been some
0: amazing NBA games to start. To like start high, high scoring, high scoring. Um, high Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson hit like 14 threes the other night. Um, Derrick Rose, you know, with all his injury problems, like he came back last night and had a career high. Who's he playing for now? Because uh, you know, last year they he
1: started off with Cleveland because. Yeah. Because they tried, because LeBron called all his boys and said, hey, let's come to Cleveland and see if we can make a uh, um, a super team happen. Because I know there was like yeah. D Wade and Derrick Rose and, uh, you know, uh, Kyrie Irving and <laughs> whatever yeah. else. And
0: it was like the last shot for Cleveland. And then, they're they're going to be bad this year. Uh, they're horrible, apparently, I hear. Boston, Philly, you know.
1: It looks like Boston and Philly in the East and then the Warriors and the Rockets
0: and. OKC okay, in the West. Yeah. Okay. So Derek Rose scored fifty last night. He plays for the Timberwolves.
1: Minnesota. Yeah. All right. So yeah, great time of year. NBA's uh, just started up. NHL is is kind of in full swing. Mm-hmm. NFL's full swing. College football is getting down to the rug cutting time of yeah. each week. Is, each week in college football is important no matter what. But now it's seriously.
0: Super important every week. The pressure builds. Like the pressure it, you gotta builds. win every week. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you're like hot at the casino. Mm-hmm. You totally. know, like you you you're playing with house money, but there's still pressure because like you're ma- you're making a bet where that money's all gonna be gone if you lose.
1: And we have 149 days till pitchers and catchers report. Yeah. So, in that aspect, we'll have about. Six six days till we report again yeah maybe a little less because we record late
0: but yeah hopefully um, uh you know work allows us to yeah my schedule my
1: schedule for next week comes out in about an hour so Uh once i hear my phone start going off like a ding 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 that's when i know my schedule comes out because everybody's already starting to like make baseball trades on their shifts
0: oh yeah so (laughs) see we don't get to do that i mean we do but there's like a whole (laughs) there's a whole pecking order it's not it's not it's not on text messages
1: yeah yeah, but can you call like a guy that's like in Iowa and be like, hey, I got a thing. Can you cover my my, my shifts here? Yeah, but you day? gotta
0: get it approved by like the, the management. Yeah, I have management approval too.
1: We put okay. it out on this app. We have management approval oh, and then yeah. management looks at how many hours do you already have? Or are you gonna get
0: into overtime? And does somebody else also want their shift that
1: mm-hmm. has less hours than you do? Yeah.
0: So like it hardly ever comes up. I, I switched days once. Yeah. I mean I I'm fine with my days usually.
1: Me too as long as I go to work, I'm going
0: to make money no matter what. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. All right, folks, on aspect, Matt and I do have to get ready for work because it's two really o'clock in the afternoon on a uh, Thursday. I didn't and get my back cracked. You got to go see the chiropractor and then go to work. I got to go grab some munchies here and then head to work here in the next hour. Well so. said. All right, folks, have a good one. We'll see you back next week. Peace. Hey, Ian, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag Bold Sports. Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook or boldpgh.com